This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We've been quite productive on this particular Tuesday. We will continue to do so forthwith. Oh, Danny. Speaking wow. Fancy. Oh, That's it. Okay, so uh, Michael B. Jordan was on Jimmy Fallon last night. Yes. Promoting uh, the movie Just Mercy, which... Is not opening here Christmas Day. It looks like it's opening January 9th. Oh, it isn't. Uh, that, okay. that oh, no. It's just, well, it's a small independent movie. He produced it. And he basically, Michael B. Jordan, uh, who plays the lawyer, Brian Stevenson, the book Just Mercy is based on um, Brian Stevenson's book. Um, but it's a small independent film. But he basically, you know, Black Panther. The success of that movie, and I mean, his first acting job was on All My Children, Michael B. Jordan. That's unbelievable. Everyone started on and the a soaps, soap opera, I know. honest to be. And then Everybody. Friday Night Lights was his big break, and and then, you know, he's just, like, continued to right. just do amazing stuff. he really stuff. has. So he really, he told Jimmy Fallon, he said, I was embarrassed that as a black man in America, I didn't know about this story, I didn't know about the incarceration, right. and that... There were so many con- wrongly convicted men and that Brian Stevenson, you know, is this guy who could have, you know, Harvard Law, he could have done anything. He could have made all kinds of money. And, and he-, he decided that he was going to help people who'd been unjustly convicted. Right. And this is based on his book. So he was passionate. But, you know, to me, Fallon is just so bad. It's terrible. He is such a fawner. Yeah. It's, I didn't watch it. He, kept, I- he cut it so short. He really didn't give very much time. He couldn't wait to talk about Michael B. Jordan's mom getting her mac and cheese to him in Germany where he was filming another movie. Oh, okay. That seemed to be like he couldn't wait. So Jamie Foxx was on with the folks at GMA this morning. Yes. They did not bring up his love life, but they no, just kept he's, it. He's kept it to the yeah. to the movie. So, but he is uh, also, you know, tomorrow night on ABC, The Good Times, and All in the Family. Is it tomorrow life. night already? Yeah, it's oh, tomorrow okay. night. And his daughter has a role on the upcoming Good Times. So we'll start with that. I'm so excited about it. She just FaceTimed me uh, yesterday with Tiffany Haddish, uh, Carrie Washington. 
uh, Viola Davis, yeah. they did a run through, mm. and she said, "Dad, you know, how, you know, how you, you're so proud of your kids, yeah. but you'd be worried." She said, "Dad, I killed." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check that out. It'll be out. I think live on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday night. Did yeah. you give her any live TV tips? Because you know, we remember yours and that that little moment that it was had us all laughing when you you oh, yeah, the yeah, line yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because playing George Jefferson means everything to me yeah. as a comedian. Mm. That's the person who I watched. That's who I got my timing from. So when it was live, it, you, you know, you, you can't blow it. And at the same time, being on The Living Color, uh, where, you know, that's where we learn how to take whatever turns out wrong, turn it into gold, we just try to make a little gold. And he did. And he did. He was really good yeah. as George Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, Jamie Foxx, uh, for his performance in this movie, just just uh, Mercy, he is was nominated for a SAG Award for yeah, Best Supporting uh, in a Supporting Role. So someone has seen this. So it we will yeah. see him. You know, well, they obviously sent out the screeners or yes. whatever. But um, so here he is talking about just mercy this movie that he's in you said this is one of the most fulfilling projects you've ever worked it's the most important film that i've ever done Mm. um brian stevenson is a man who is is a lawyer who works feverishly on getting people exonerated who've been put on death row uh falsely accused michael b jordan i mean when i tell you in front of and behind the camera, because he, he plays uh, Brian Stevenson, has done a wonderful job with this movie. I hope everybody goes out and sees this movie, because it's amazing, about a man who's wrongly accused, put on death row for six years without a trial, and all of a sudden a, a, an angel walks in in the form of Brian Stevenson and helps him get exonerated. You have to see this film. It's- He's, mm-hmm. he's so passionate. It's at eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and it had like its, checking it. Yeah, it had its premiere at the Toronto Film Festival, but it doesn't go into it's New York and L.A. on Christmas Day, right. and then wide release in January here because it's a small movie and they don't have the budget. Right. But, uh, one more question uh, from Jamie Fox. The biggest challenges you had in this role was getting the Alabama accent, and you're from Texas. You're I'm from Texas. Southern accent. You why? Why this was so hard? I, it, it wasn't that it was hard. It's just we wanted to get the right accent because I have several like deep southern every, uh, uh, all types of uh, slang but M- M- Michael B. Jordan and the, and the director Destin were great in crafting the right tone for this character so everyone could be involved in it and I'll tell you like this it is it has tested out of the roof now it tested 97% in front of an all African American audience mm-hmm. and we were like oh, we're, we're happy we thought that that would be the case then they tested in front of a mostly white audience it tested at a 98 and i can't be more proud of michael b jordan because he did this movie the inclusion act where behind the cameras heads of of of, of departments uh women you know just it was just amazing at how he how he allowed everyone in so he put so much work into it and i told him because he did it he did a speech in the movie he got a standing ovation from the extras, it was great. But he didn't see the standing ovation because he was so caught up. Wow. You know, doing right, the, right, right, doing right. the speeches, Brian Stevenson. So mm. anyway, this movie has been in the works good. since 2015. Um, uh uh, when the book, like a year after the book came out by Brian Stevenson. So mm-hmm. anyway. I just need to give a dumb little shout out yeah. about Christmas Day movies. And this happened to me and Aunt Marlene probably about. Gosh, five years ago, mm-hmm. where we were going to a movie on Christmas Day, and I went to buy the tickets on Christmas Eve, or maybe even the day before that. 
Movies sell out on Christmas Day. So yeah. if this is something that you're planning on, go and buy them at Fandango or whatever you do ahead of time or at the movie theater. Yes. Because it's a huge day to go to movies. It is huge, yeah. and you don't want to not have anything to do. Yeah. No, we <laughs> I mean, always, if you are when I person, go to I Seattle, yeah. my, we always do a Christmas Day yeah. movie and plan ahead and have to get tickets because the theater... Is always full. It's, it's full, just like it's a tradition full, for a lot is. of people. It is. When I was a, a boy, a young boy in New York, going out on Christmas Day to see a movie, you got dressed up. Yeah. And we'd go down into Manhattan. Yeah. And go see a movie on Christmas Day. Go see a movie Day. and then maybe get something to eat yes. afterwards or before. Yes, but you had to dress appropriately. Yes, of course, darling. <laughs> I I miss that. I miss people dressing up like they eat. I mean, it was mm-hmm. kind of sweet. Yeah, and here are the movies. So, Little Women—that's at ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems is at ninety-two percent. Nineteen Seventeen, the World War One movie, mm-hmm. is at ninety-three percent. Just Mercy, but not here. And then Clemency. No, that's not here. So really, and then the other one is Spies in Disguise, and that looks like it's a cartoon. Well, and the Star Wars movie will be. Well, that will have already come out. But these are the open, but these are the four opening on, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. Stars in disguise is that Will Smith, I think, voices one of the characters. Yes, that. I see that. Yeah. Okay. And the Star Wars. Uh, oh, my that's getting got rave that. reviews for yeah, how the good it is. The Skywalker, yeah, series. So they had the premiere uh, last night in, um, I think it was in L.A. And oh my gosh, Daisy Ridley wore an amazing. She's an amazing so red darling. Gown. Yeah, she's she famous. really is just darling. It was Oscar de la Renta, just Oscar's, like Taylor Swift. Yeah, on a roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a name you haven't heard for a while. No, and I mean, is that movie uh, the other Adam Driver movie, The Report, that he's in that's with on, Annette Benning? I'm, watch, I'm started it. It's on. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, yes. I think so. I'm okay. watching it because that is supposed to be good. It is good, Donnie. Have you seen it? I I I, I haven't finished it. It's it's I, very you have to. It's very dry. Oh, is it? It is, yes. Laurie. It's well, it is called the report. Yes, but I expect it to be. <laughs> yes. I mean, but it it's yeah. But he's good I in that. I've start restarted it twice. So he's in Marriage Story, the report, and then of course he's in the Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Driver. He's on fire. He's kind of you know I don't know if this is gonna his little kerfuffle with terry gross is going to impact any of his award season stuff but he's been nominated um for marriage story so people are saying he could be in the running for best actor right. oscar yeah. although you guys didn't really like that movie uh, i did not I haven't care for seen marriage it story. i don't want to you watch didn't it. like the irishman and that was a flipping See, great movie yeah. that was but we <laughs> a lot of people didn't like that what the Irishman? The Irishman. Was, a lot of people was, like it. It's polarized. I thought it's polarized, Lori. Yeah. It's not love hate. It's a love hate. Really? Oh God, Lori's going to go and prove us wrong, just well, like Robin. Well, no, because the Watchmen, <laughs> the critics loved, and the audience oh, didn't really show. like that. Like the critics liked the Watchmen ninety six percent, and the audience only liked it like fifty percent. So, you know, I don't know. I'm going to just look and see what the people say about the Irishman because I can't believe you guys didn't like that movie. It was <laughs> so 96 good. on Rotten Tomatoes. And 86% audience. So you two are in the minority. Well, 70 ants didn't like it either. <laughs> you three my, are my in the minority. didn't like it either. <laughs> you, you four are in the minority. You're <laughs> the 14%. It was okay. It was so, the list could go on. It's so good. So but I mean, if you want to go by that, there's a thousand verified ratings from audience on the Irishman. 
So 86%, those numbers don't And Chris lie. Hewitt loved it, too, I think. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I did not and get that feeling. And I couldn't figure out what was off at first, and it's the Robert CGI. De Niro. No, that didn't even bother me. Robert De Niro's blue contacts. Yeah. It, with blue eyes oh, to make him look like the Irishman. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Very blue. I'm like, geez, what is what looks different about him? We're not, not used to... Not everybody loved it. Julia, why can't you, 86%, that's not a 50, that's not a 60, you're in the minority. You didn't even finish the movie. I, I did too. Oh, I watched it all in one sitting. She did. But Holly didn't like did. it either. She's coming in, we can argue with her too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You guys are in the minority. Well, we always go to Rotten Tomato. On the Watchmen, you the audience didn't like it like the critics like it. I mean, often we'll see that lopsided uh, yeah. where critics yeah. where so, a critic really likes yeah. a movie or showing it. Everyone else is like shrugging their shoulders. The Irishman is not that right movie. Right. So I'm just gonna have to have the last word on that one. <laughs> You're not gonna. We already got into it once. I'm dancing on my own and. You're wrong about that song, too. That's a masterpiece. That's people, if you're just tuning in, that's the song of the decade by Robin. Yeah. Robin, okay. dancing on my own. Yeah. You right. never get sick of, the of it. Of the decade. Of the decade. You never get sick of it, but you don't know it. Yeah. You, people do know it, too. That's, right. don't know. that's why people never get sick of it. They don't even know what it is. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, you've got the dad alert for us. Hi, let's talk a little Bachelor news starting off this Monday dirt alert. Yes, Bachelor Nation, the new season starts Monday, January 6th, and ABC has revealed the new contestants who want Peter Weber's roses. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, he the pilot. Okay. I think so. And he was the one who was injured earlier yes. this year on the set of The Bachelor. Uh, that happened in Costa Rica. We're getting trips to Costa Rica this season, also Chile, Peru. Ooh. And it uh, looks like we are going to be having uh, judges. Carson Kressley, Janice Dickinson's going to be making a little appearance. And uh, the women seem like they were. What one are the of ages? The, uh, you know, the oldest one is about 31, I believe. And then the youngest one seemed to be around 22 or 23. So mm. that's the age range that we're getting. And how old is Peter the pilot? He it looks like he's like 20. Yeah, no. I don't have an official age. Oh, I'm going to get him. it. All right. I'm just curious. All right. If it's age appropriate for him or not. Or yeah, yeah, like I wonder at all if they just cast type and age and that's it. Well, and, and who's really willing to do it? Yeah. Who wants to be an Instagram star? Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, people of people do, actually. Yeah, because you can, I mean, like we have seen. You make $20,000 a week. Yeah, because you go from The Bachelor, and then even if you aren't chosen, then you have opportunities to maybe be on Dancing with the Stars, and maybe an opportunity to be on Bachelor in Paradise, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, you can make this into something. He's he's 28. 28, okay. Yeah, yeah. and so, there was nobody from Minnesota. That's what I was really looking mm-hmm. for. Any kind of contestant there. So, there you go. Bachelor starts on January all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Six, uh, in beauty pageant news, for the first time in history, black women are wearing the crowns of pretty much all the major beauty pageants out there. Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America, Miss Universe, and now Miss World. Because Miss Jamaica, Tony Ann Singh, was crowned the 69th Miss World at a ceremony in London on Saturday night. She's the fourth woman to win Miss World from Jamaica. And uh, her talent was singing Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. And uh, she says of being Miss World that it feels like a dream. She's so grateful. Thank you. Uh, She said she's ready to get the work and earlier this year miss usa was crowned chelsea chris miss teen usa kaylee garris and miss america nia franklin and they are the first three black women to wear those crowns in the united states at the same time so congratulations wow, cool. to everyone the reaction of the yeah. one lady um miss that universe? Was like, no in miss world oh, uh, yeah. that was like runner up she was just like doing this little happy dance i was like <laughs> it, was, it was really cute very cute miss nigeria Yes. Was very happy for Miss Jamaica. Yes, and she was the runner-up yeah. at the Miss World pageant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah Carey, she has something to celebrate today. Her song, All I Want for Christmas Is You, is finally a number one hit. Finally, finally, 25 years later. It's pretty amazing to have a Christmas song be number one. I mean, last time it happened yeah. was the Chipmunk song yes. in 1958. So it doesn't That's, happen very often. It doesn't happen often at all. I mean, no. just a random fact for you. And uh, just going to put it out there that Mariah Carey's song is slightly less annoying than the Chipmunks' oh, Christmas song. Yeah. You know. I love that song. Uh, and Not uh, the Chipmunks' song. Yeah, I agree. That's a very annoying song. It's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. There's a the stage. Chipmunks. There is a stage. Yes, small children. Kids want to hear it. Yes. Trust me, mm-hmm. I got to give out to shout out to, to my mom and dad for oh, yeah. letting us listen to the Chipmunks' version of Uptown Girl on repeat back in 1986. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and had a good, bad day. We had to listen to that with the Chipmunks. The, with the Chipmunks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey's also in the news today because someone's a tattletale in Atlantic oh, City. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. 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 Someone's a tattletale in Atlantic City because they're telling on Mariah Carey's people and that they were not tipping on her $500 takeout meal that she had at the Hard Rock Hotel. So spies telling Page Six that an assistant from her tour went down to Robert's Steakhouse to pick up $500 in takeout and they gave him $500 in cash and a $493.67 bill, but they took back the change and didn't leave a tip. Well, that's her people. That's pretty bad. I'm glad. That's very yeah. bad. You gotta take care of people. Yeah, you do. You gotta take care of your folks. Even if it is a takeaway thing, at least leave the $6.33. Oh. Josh Dumel. Yeah, what's he up to? What does he want for Christmas? I don't know, Julia. Cabin supplies. <laughs> he wants... Exactly that. He wants cabin supplies for his new cabin in Minnesota. See, I said, Julia, uh, cabin supplies. I could yes, be the garbage lady. That's right. Uh-huh. We, I the mean, cleaning person. Yeah. I wonder where his cabin is. I have no idea. He's not it's, giving it's away. It's got to be like by Brainerd or... 
Walker. I don't know. Who knows where Josh Tumel's cabin is? Yeah, he said, I don't really ask much for Christmas. It's mostly about kids and my friend's kids. He said, get me something for the cabin. Here's Josh Tumel's wish list. Knives, pots and pans, whatever. Because that's really where we're at is these days, is building a new cabin. What this speaks to me is that this is a new construction that's happening somewhere in Minnesota. I wish you the you best of luck. You need everything. It's the second home. You need everything of everything. That's right. And otherwise, mm-hmm. he's just... Josh you know, going to act in a movie. Oh, my mom he, loved him in that movie, Las Vegas, and we first fell in love with him on All My Children. I know, but who is Ted? Dating Ted Holloway or something was a cute movie he was into. What was the movie Las Vegas he was in? Oh, the TV show oh, Las he, Vegas. Yeah, he played Where, Danny McCoy yes. on oh, NBC's Las Vegas. Why doesn't he get any roles? I don't know. When a date with uh, Tad, Tad Hamilton, Hamilton, that's one. I love that movie. Yeah, it's been a hot second since that movie was around. Well, remember he was in that movie in Shark Week. He oh, is that's right. He's Jupiter's Legacy. That's a that's a series. And Think Like a Dog and The Lost Husband are in post-production. The last thing so we saw him stuff. was capsized Blood in the Water for Shark Week, which was amazing. Did you watch it? I loved it. Did it was so really? good. It was based on a true story. It was the highlight of the Discovery <laughs> Shark Week. All right, what do you got? All right, uh, enough about Josh Jamel, sharks and cabins. Let's do a little My Talk traffic. We're starting in Richfield, 35W northbound. From Diamond Lake Road to 50th Street, watch out for a crash. Highway 13 and Savage, a crash from 126th Street to right around exit 901B. And 94 eastbound, watch out in Maple Grove, a crash. 95th Avenue uh, on 94 eastbound to Weaver Lake Road. In Little Canada, 36 eastbound, a crash from Rice Street to 35E. And near Lauderdale, 94 westbound, a crash from Huron Boulevard to Highway 280. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, partly cloudy 13 tonight, cloudy 23 tomorrow, a Tuesday night. Bitter temperatures back, mostly clear skies with a low of negative 6 right now. We have clear skies and 23 degrees at the MyTalk Studios. With the MyTalk app, live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com, keyword app. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now To the people at home or in the crowd It keeps coming up anyhow Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic Alright, well if you're unemployed I might have a job for you This brand needs sex toy testers To join their Masturbot team Okay To be, you know just uh, you know, if you if you're if you feel like you've tried and tested various sex toys and you could do it as a living, they are looking do for people. It's unpaid. Or? That's the only oh, problem. Oh, it's unpaid. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, the okay. folks at Wow Tech Groups. They do We Vibe and Womanizer. They're um, they want a thousand men and women to be volunteers for what they're calling the Master Butt Team. Butt team. Masturba, like I masturbation. Got I got it. I yeah. got it. I got you it. You masturbate for science. Well, there's been worse things that have been done. That's right. Um, and they just want, they're looking for people. So it's uh, Wow Tech. Okay. Is where you go for information. And they you want. probably get some free, you know, toys. You get to keep probably everything. would keep everything. I don't think they'd want you to send it back. No, they really mm-hmm. don't. Uh, the head of so? sexual empowerment, that's an actual job title. Yes. Joanna Reef said they want to develop products that satisfy people's needs and desires, which leads me to my next story, which is a very 
disturbing. Not about blow up dolls. Study. No, it is not about blow up okay. dolls. I try are, and avoid those. Well, people are not liking them. <laughs> For good reason, I Julia. Know. Well, people wanted to have sex without having to have relationships. Yeah. See how well that works out. Mm-hmm. So this was a study that was uh, 2,000 couples that were in a relationship. The relationship length of years varied, but this study showed that um, every, you know, oh boy, why is it so difficult for people to talk about sex with their partner? I don't know, but according to this research, four out of five women are not comfortable telling their significant other that they are not having enough orgasms. And only two in five women, which is 42%, say they're fully satisfied with having, satisfied after having sex with their partner. That's very low. But for what it's worth, 52% of men say they're usually satisfied after sex with their partner. Well, duh. But 52%? I mean, that's not much better for them. That isn't. Um, What are the age groups of these people? Well, it was a variety of ages, but um, someone did the math. Did they just want to whine on their um, No, I don't think so, but 20% of the women say they never, rarely, or ever achieve orgasm during sex, and the researchers did the math and concluded that if that happens, that you're missing out on at least 1,734 orgasms over the course of your life. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. A lot. So um, <laughs> I'm thinking of your math. I know. It. I your love it when people math. do math. I know. It. Um, not everyone is shy about uh, about talking about their sexual desires with their partner. 59% of the men and women say they are comfortable talking about it. Mm-hmm. So that's almost 60%. But right. 20% of the women said they don't like talking about anything with their partner. But that's too bad. And uh, the sexual fantasies, boy, they're easy. New position and using sex toys. That's so easy. Some people don't like to talk about sexual fantasies, too. Right. I mean, some people just aren't into that. Yeah. A lot of people are into different things. Some... I mean, I'm just sharing a little. <laughs> yeah. Lori's Well, I mean, it's just different how some people are into this, some are into that, but it, it isn't as universal as you might think it would be. No, you're right. That's, yes. You're right. There, yes. It's like weird. It's the most intimate thing that you can do, but yet you, people will be shy because sometimes right. it's not ever been anything that you've talked about. Right. You know? Anyway, that leads me to let's just review some of the strange and hysterical <laughs> sex statistics we've learned over the years on this show. Okay. Like, remember the year we learned that men in North Dakota have the largest penises? Yes. Josh Dumel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Apparently, uh, that was from Condomania that we learned that, that the Peace Garden State has the most men who are well endowed. North Dakota, followed by Rhode Island, South Dakota, District of Columbia, Massachusetts. And they base it on the <laughs> the condom size. Really? Sales. Sales. Uh-huh. Very nice. Which, you can't argue with that. Otherwise, people are over-inflated egos and just think, oh, yeah, I need an extra Yeah, if you're self-reporting, yes. but this is, Condomania is was measuring. Sales. They got sales by sizes. <laughs> that is good news. Oh, all right, good we're the state right next door to both of them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when we learned a few years ago that if you lived in, uh, and this was we learned from Match.com, that singles in Miami were having the most orgasms. 
I can't remember that one. Oh. Why are why are they having the most? Uh the weather. Wow. Skin, yeah. international visitors, people who speak well, other languages. Warm, you don't have to worry about keeping your clothes on it's, all the time. You want to take them off. It's a continental, an international yeah. city. Fine. Okay. Uh, now, when we learned this, we were very upset about this. I can't remember where we learned it from, but we, when we learned that people would rather go out with friends than have sex, we were kind of That's, upset. It was uh, 22% of people would you rather could do both. hang out with friends and get into bed with their their partner. We were shocked about that one. I remember that one. We were also shocked about this one, but then when we dissected it, not really, most women think about money more than sex. Is that bad? Uh, 70, <laughs> this was Harris Interactive. Uh, 77% of just... women think about more than sex, money, money, financial things are on our mind more often than sex, but only 47% of women agreed with that statement. But I guess if you are worried about money. It's hard you, to let that go. That's Because right. that's probably, yeah. It's hard, you know, it's hard to get hard. Well, it would For be, somebody. yes, if you're worried about money, that would be a toughie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I, think, I get that one. I think we learned this a couple years ago. The Journal of Sexual Medicine found that 12 weeks of yoga can improve arousal, orgasm, and overall sexual satisfaction. And if that is not the yoga. best reason that to roll is. out the mat, yeah. do you don't it. know what is. Okay, just 12 weeks of yoga. Right, think of how flexible, seriously, well, you can tell. I mean, when you do yoga, you do things that you're not doing in other workouts. And it's always about, they're always telling you about breathing, breathing, your pelvic floor, Mm -hmm. doing this. You're moving your body in different ways, so you don't have to worry about, you know, hurting something if you do a different stretch or a different position that's right mm-hmm. um and then this was also the journal of sexual medicine and i I'm, I'm sure that we must have talked about it but um it turns out that not every guy out there secretly wants to have sex in a public place it's quite the opposite the journal of sexual medicine found that lack of privacy plays a significant role in male sexual dysfunction because they're too nervous yeah Yeah. getting caught being nervous about being caught will mess with a man's erection i think women like that more possibly but it's sort of the thing is that the trope is that oh guys guys are but actually no yeah i can see that performance anxiety yeah they don't Mm -hmm. what were you earlier you were uh what was her new posi- position? A, a photo assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I like that. And a mustache remember. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's got a postgraduate degree in photo assumptions if mm-hmm. it's right. if anyone yes. wants a, to sign up for that class. Yeah. Right. Assumptions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um also I think we learned this one. We learned this one several years ago because we talked about it and we remembered oh yes high school graduations but more americans lose their virginity in june than any other month yes yes and it is the end of the school year yeah prom whatnot get (laughs) on with it i need to move on before i go to college and get a you know, yeah. yeah, maybe you've, you know, so yeah. anyway, so there's that. And then uh, this is, I cannot ever remembering uh, why we, I don't remember when we learned this, but 
seven Viagra tablets are sold every second of the day. People are getting it on. I know. All right, that's good. But every second of the day, imagine how much money the makers of Viagra have made. Yeah. Because it's covered under insurance for the most part. As as everything is kind of for, quote unquote covered under insurance for these guys. Days. For guys. Right. Yeah. So is the pill. Okay, but that... Yeah. But it doesn't def- give you sex. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. This, this is giving pleasure. That's right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Uh, let me just see if I forgot anything. Um, oh, Americans, we get busy three times a week. The old joke about, uh, you know, not getting busy after you're married mm-hmm. is simply not true. We're having sex on average of 156 times a year. So good news. get going and get busy. All right. We will be right back. Do we have uh, any more tickets to give away? Uh, we don't have tickets, but what I do have to give away right now that yeah. we uh, mentioned earlier, it's a $50 gift card to Pimento Jamaican Kitchen <laughs> at Keg Encased West 7th Market in St. Paul. So let's go with caller 5 to get that gift card, 651-641-1071. We'll be back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand. We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Oh, there's a little jazzy Harry Connick Jr. singing Christmas Sleigh Ride. Uh, That's a good song uh, to play, Donnie. Yeah, Um, I thought so. Front page of the Star Tribune today, or at least at the Metro section, John Bream, and I know Ross Rayla, everybody covered it. Um, Irv Williams um, passed away, and uh, he was 100 years old. He was known as Mr. Smooth, and he died at the Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. He was 100 years old, and he was a sax player. I'm just saying my friend Marilyn is a yeah, sax she's player. Yeah, a sax player. And he just, uh, I mean, he played a happy hour gig at the Dakota for like 10 years until late 2017. Oh, he, that's amazing. It's both both Ross Rayla and John Bream, City Pages. He just, he was kind of an amazing guy. He 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 played. Uh, he declined invitations to play with Duke Ellington and Count Basie because he won. He lived here in the Twin Cities, and, and he wanted to stay his at wife home and his, his family. Kid. I love that. He backed Tony Bennett, Andy Williams when they came to town, and he played his own gigs until his late nineties. He taught music at St. Paul High School, and uh, the students who probably didn't realize that back in the day he gigged with a who's who of jazz: Dizzy Gillespie, Suze, Sarah Vaughan, and. Uh, yeah, Mr. Smooth. I know a lot of people who just just were like he's amazing a sax player. 
And he uh, grew up in Little Rock, and he played violin and formed a duo with his piano-playing sister for performances in church. And uh, he was 10, but he looked like he was 7. And when he was 11, <laughs> he was suffered from bronchitis. His father, a doctor, got him a clarinet to strengthen his lungs. Oh, interesting. And then he changed to tenor sax, his instrument of choice. And at his father's insistence, he studied pre-med in college in Nashville, but quit after two years to go be a jazz musician in St. Louis. Yeah. So, and during World War II, he was in the Navy's jazz band based at the Twin Cities Airport. Oh. So, he stayed in Minnesota, occasionally went out on tour, you know, he played the Apollo and the Howard Theater in D.C., and he had offers and to go out on the road, and people would say, you missed the boat, but I didn't miss the boat, I got my family and my kids. Oh. Anyway, so, he, he survived by his wife, Mary, nine children, and many grandchildren. So that uh, uh, happened. Um, what else happened? We know that um, Donnie posted Top Gun and uh, that trailer, and I, I'm unhappy about She's the facial. Wearing. I know. Okay, I'm unhappy about Miles Teller's mustache <laughs> because Tom Cruise must be the most handsome man on the set. Okay, well, here is something else that happened. God, I love a bushy stash. I know you do. I know you do. Like a Tom Selleck stash? Yes. Yeah. Like a full one. It's a not full. It's not like that. Okay, so what was I just going to tell you about? About Johnny Depp has had a little success. What has happened? Well, In the right, legal so, box office? Um, well, The Professor. Has anyone seen the movie The Professor? It's no. on. It's for free right now. If you have premium channels, it's his movie that he did. Oh. Don't even... It doesn't even look like it is that bad, Donnie. No, I have heard about it, but I just have never gotten it around did, to did watching it. It did not get a movie, a theatrical I release? I don't believe it did. Okay. But it has a high rating. Like okay. People like it in the 80s or something. I just don't even know what it's about. But anyway, he um, has scored a, a legal victory because um, when this court case against uh, his oh, the defamation, yes, of character case comes in January, I thought, he has, has scored... Um, a victory because he is allowed to use the police testimony of the two police officers that came over to the home when um, the night everything blew up. Right. And um, did not see what Amber Heard showed up with three days later with the bruises on her eyes and her hands and everything. They said, did you see any marks on her face? No, I didn't. Did you see any signs of swelling or injury on her face at all? No, I did not. Okay, did you see any bruises, marks on either eye? But no, I did not. Sometimes you don't see anything right away. That's the only problem with this. Well, that's true, too. You know, that's I mean. That's true, too. Oh, I uh, see all of it. I I wish that he wasn't going ahead with any of this. I wish he would just, the, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he gains with this defamation lawsuit with Amber Heard. I know he feels, but he did this to himself. I know he did, Laurie. That is really, at the end of the day, if I could give Johnny Depp some advice, I would just say, just let it go. Let it go is Let right. it go with her because it feels it like go. it's abusive it again. It does. It Lori, I, I agree. That is the thing. But because I don't know that what that proves because you can be hit by somebody and your face won't... It doesn't, you don't have a mark right, right when you away. you think about it, like, yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, so it's just like, I don't know, Johnny. I just... It's pride. Huh? Pride. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. so. Pride goeth before the fall. You, and you know who we have not uh, heard from 
is Miley Cyrus. Well, After that's being so loud, sing. I know, but I mean, I really, I think whenever she does pop back up, it won't be with Cody Simpson. I saw him in a picture with her over the weekend. I know, but. All right. Remember, she's on seven weeks of vocal rest. No one is going to break up when you're not talking. It's a way of extending a relationship because <laughs> it's not the it's not it's not the silent treatment because I hate the silent treatment. That is so passive aggressive. Oh, there's nothing worse. Okay, but she cannot talk. She can only write, so they're not going to get in one argument. It's actually extending their relationship. I hadn't thought of that. You know, because all you can do is smile and, you know, have sex and eat and, oh, make pantomime motions, rub my back or whatever. You're so funny. You know, are you? I mean, you can't get into any anything if you can't talk. It would be so so hard. I mean, I was Harpo Marx for one night on Halloween and it was hard Oh, I hate not talking when we have voice problems on the, around here. It's yeah. horrible. It is absolutely horrible. Yeah. I was Groucho Marx for one whole night. Harpo. Harpo. The honker. Harpo. Oh, yeah. you talked about that last week. Harpo. You were the horn honker. Yeah. I know it. Oh, my. I don't know what my friend Babs and I were thinking, but we went to Ragstock. We got the suits. We got big shoes. We had the way. It was kind of funny. We did. People did. But we weren't dressed at all Mm-mm. sexy, and we were both single. Right. Jeez. We must have been really assured of ourselves. Cohen dressed up like that. It's like dressing <laughs> Lori, like a when clown. when haven't you been assured of yourself? Oh, I'm just Honest saying. God. All point. right, I'm in pain right now yeah. that you even are questioning But, that. I mean, usually, like, when you're single, you're kind of like, no, you Lori, know. No, you have never been. No, but you kind of maybe are going to take, uh, you know, be like I was, you know, like a. Like you were the kitty cat. Yeah, or when I was, uh, you know, the, the Miriam, the French maid. You How know. do we keep up with your disguises and your, Donnie? Exhausting. It really is, but we know that she's a photo. I make photo assumptions yeah. for a living. That's right. And Jay Z <laughs> not, not any just friendlier, photos. any friendlier okay. than he ever was with I'm Kanye. With you. He's just faking the smile. Uh, Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.